Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello and welcome to the Chief Investment Office podcast, Weekly Investment Outlook for Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank. I'm Sarah Stabler. I'm sitting here in Singapore and I'm talking with Zeynep Ozturk Unlu in London, our EMEA Chief Investment Officer. Welcome, Zeynep. How are you? Hi, Sarah. Thank you very much. I'm well. How are you? Very well. Very well. Thank you. Uh, While we have actually had a pretty short week this week, but it's certainly not been uneventful, uh, we've seen OPEC cut production. So I'd be really keen to hear your view on, on, on that, how it may play in markets and what we may be seeing in, in terms of data drops next week, because there's certainly plenty going on. Sure. Um, thank you, Sarah, for the question. And then let me start with um, OPEC, um, as you asked. Um, so the, the information that came over the weekend was a bit of a surprise. Um, so OPEC Plus uh, broadly announced the 1.1 million barrels of production cut. Um, but this is also coming in addition to Russia's declaration of uh, nearly 500,000 daily barrels um, production reduction last month. Um, so this is actually a, a, quite a, a, a bullish forecast for oil. Um, uh, it, it is knocking a bullish forecast for the oil consumption. But at the same time, um, I think it, in a way, it's been the reflection of the sluggish demand um, in oil that the, um, the producing com- countries have been experiencing. But is it going to stay that way or the demand is going to increase further? I think that is the biggest um, worry now because what we see is the demand um, expected by December is going to be significantly higher than where we are now. I think the data was reflecting around 2.2 million barrels more than the current um, demand. So we we will be seeing a shortage in the supply. So this is um, definitely putting too much of a pressure on the on the oil price. Um, so the uh, production com- uh, countries um, have been uh, struggling with the oil price performance and uh, it is definitely reflecting the case that there is an ask or an expectation for the oil prices to increase. So this is one of the key topics that we, we we all have to be careful with because um, further increase in oil prices, of course, have a, a lot of impact across the board. Um, the cost of energy overall impacts everything that uh, is relevant to the production and uh, further uh, slow down expectations of inflation. So um, I think this was an extremely important announcement and um, we will be constantly watching the developments in the in the oil prices. So following that announcement, there was an uptick um, in the in the oil price, but still it is um, it is holding up relatively OK. So um, mm. so this is going to be quite quite an interesting uh, Certainly, to, to watch. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure the inflation inflation watchers are very um, mindful of that. Uh, also, exactly. this week we we actually had um, the US uh, ISM and PMI data um, mm-hmm. come out, and um, and we saw fairly resilient equity markets. I mean, were you surprised by that? What's your What's your view on on those? 
Um, sure. So the uh, the way that um, markets started the week was relatively positive, and I, I think this was um, a kind of a relief rally that we have been experiencing um, since the big sell-off that we've seen with the, the stress in the financial sector um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, so the the um, overall outperformance um, in equity market was more than one would expect. So we have seen um, especially a, a big a pickup in technology companies in Nasdaq and um, and even in European equities, um, a good round uh, rally back. Um, but then um, yesterday, especially, there was a, a move further into more uh, bonds, and the, that was a, a bullish bond market. I would say um, because of the factors that you just mentioned. We had the ISM data that came in US um, much lower than expectation, as well as much lower than the previous uh, month, as well as the services PMI um, and the composite PMI uh, came also significantly lower than the uh, the survey levels. So these, in a way, kind of showed the vulnerability of the economy. And um, then we, we've seen some of the equity markets closed um, negative yesterday and also a rally in the bond market. So overall, I think this reflects the fact that uh, worst is not over. We need to be quite cautious in our placements. Um, and it's important to carry on having the diversification between equities and fixed income in particular. Mm. But, but hopefully there are some pockets of optimism and um, resilience, uh, and I, I believe the UK might be one of those. Is what's your what's your take on the UK situation? And um, of course, the uh, GDP will be out next week. Correct, correct. And and our expectation and the data uh, reflecting on GDP is that the UK is um, just about to manage um, not to go into any recession, and we are expecting them um, as, uh, however small, but a positive. GDP growth coming from UK. So overall, um, UK has been surprising on the upside uh, because you might remember with all the vulnerabilities and the concerns around the uh, political instability, uh, some of the um, major crackdowns due to the budget last year, um, these were very much of a big worry for UK economy. But um, there have been a quite a resilient and strong a stable um, uh, move in, in most of the uh, information that has been coming from the, the Chancellor in particular and broadly the, the UK, um, so Bank of England. So the, the way that we see UK market is showing a much better outperformance uh, considering uh, all the headwinds um, that there were there. Um, and the performance of uh, Europe, sorry, UK equities like FTSE 100 have been really positive compared to Europe and US. Um, so there have been an outperformance there, um, and the gilt market became quite uh, quite stable compared to the significant volatility that we experienced last year around October time. So data, especially coming from manufacturing as well as the services sector, is quite strong. And that's why we see the positive uptick on the um, the growth expectation coming from UK. So overall, UK is um, surprising on the on the upside. Well, that's good to hear. Um, 
And of course, on Tuesday, we moved to the EU, the Sensex, Sensex Investor Confidence and the EU retail sales data will be out. Uh, are you expecting any surprises with, with those ones? Um, I think there can be some um, downside expectation there because of the overall um, investor confidence and the sentiment um, hasn't really picked up um, strongly. There are still these areas of um, issues, all the concerns coming from individual Eurozone countries in terms of their production data. Um, they, they, we see some improvement there and definitely we see prices coming down, especially on the goods. This is quite positive because you see the raw material prices coming down and then it, it reflects on the manufacturing data relatively positively. But um, I think this is going to be quite critical to observe if the sentiment is moving into more positive, and hopefully that will be the case. Um, otherwise, uh, this might have some some um, volatility, it, it, further volatility in the European risky assets. Mm. Well, it is a short week, and um, I hope that um, perhaps a little bit of chocolate over the Easter weekend opposite <laughs> sweetness. That's a That's little liberty to the podcast, I must admit. But um, nonetheless, it is it is Easter. It's a, it's a short week and a holiday week. So um, I think we can probably leave it there unless you'd like to add anything. Um, um, I think what I would mainly add is, um, as we always say, uh, this year has always been expected to be um, um, quite a volatile year with um, pockets of vulnerabilities and downside risks that we we can expect with a, a relatively low growth and more or less no growth and even recession expectations across the globe, um, with an exception of China. So these are um, quite important to to be cautious signals in a way. Even though you see a, a good performance coming from risky assets, it's important to be diligent um, and still carry on a much diversified portfolio. So this is definitely the motto for, for this year. So I would like to remind um, our listeners that as an investor, it's important to make sure that um, we are quite cautious and diligent. Um, but more importantly, I think we need to be very careful with the amount of chocolate that we consume this week. So <laughs> this is a note to myself. Um, so, but I really wish everyone a, a great um, Easter. Yes, wishing you a very happy Easter as well. And thank you to all our listeners for, for joining us uh, um, for this Easter podcast. Um, we're recording this on Friday, of course, for on Thursday for the week ahead. Thank you. Thanks, Zeynep, and look forward to speaking you, to you again. Thank you. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the U.S., no assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk.
The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2022 Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG. Copyright 2023 Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. Copyright 2024 Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries.